Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode 166 of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And with us for our special reoccurring episode, back and better than ever, Keegan Watkins. Keegan, thank you for making some time to join All You Need to Know. Hey, thanks you guys for having me. It's always a blast. We need, Keegan, we need to edit in some applause whenever we bring okay, Keegan back. We'll there. do that. We'll do that. We will uh, we'll, we'll edit in. Curtis will edit in some applause there whenever Keegan is announced because he deserves it. Now, people are tuning in, and maybe they don't know. They're going to see Wild Thoughts Volume 5. And I know we mm. usually don't say the name of the topic or what we're discussing that day, but it's hard to kind of avoid that whenever we do these specialty reoccurring episodes. We've got a few, and this is our most popular version, Wild Thoughts. Keegan, all the way back on episode 41, started Wild Thoughts with us, and we said that went really well. He has to join us every single time we do that. So we were on a really good That's pace right. there for a while. Episode 41 was Wild Thoughts, episode 61, Wild Thoughts, volume two, episode 81, Wild Thoughts, volume three. Yeah, babe. Episode 101 was Wild Thoughts, volume four. So every 20 episodes, we were doing it, and we were like, well, this is a really popular uh, reoccurring episode. We'll do this every 20 episodes. And here we are. It has been 65 episodes since we did the last one. So, and even whenever we did Wild Thoughts, volume four, it wasn't with Keegan, it was with Isaac. He filled in for Isaac's or for Keegan's spot. So all that being said, we are so happy to have Keegan back because he does bring some kind of special vibe to oh, the it's an energy. episodes. It is a, a good way to put energy. it. Keegan, how do you, how would you explain to people how you are so good as far as developing wild thoughts and also explaining and diving into them? Uh, the way my brain works uh, is not like anybody else that I've ever come across. There's just a lot of stuff going on in there. Nothing makes sense. It's all completely wild. And then for some reason, once a particularly wild, wild thought pops in, it's like SpongeBob, that episode where all the little SpongeBobs are going. Yes. All of my little Keegans grab onto it and they just go as deep as they can with that idea. Okay, so you're saying that the the inner workings of your brain, uh, metaphorically speaking, the little Keegans that are running your brain up in your head, they love whenever a wild thought kind of comes across because that's what you feel like you're good at. Do you sometimes feel like you're destined to be in a forever loop of wild thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just my purgatory. It's just wild thoughts. And it's like a, it's like a car crash whenever my... Little Keegan's find a wild thought. All of them stop what they're doing. They immediately go to that one wild thought. They yeah. got to see what's going on. You can't help but look at it. So that's a really little good Little Keegan's go really wild for wild thoughts. Really good way to put it. Yeah. And let's refrain from saying little Keegan's uh, anymore for the episode because it could be taken the wrong way. Uh, oh. Some people might find it inappropriate. That's not in the manner of which we're speaking of little Keegan's, but for the for the idea to kind of get the metaphor across to the audience, we do have to kind of describe it that way. But thank you, Keegan, for describing that because, like we've said, Keegan has the special touch whenever it comes to wild thoughts. And so, 
I, I personally, Keegan, just want to apologize that we didn't have you on the fourth installment of Wild Thoughts. It yeah. should have been if Keegan can't do it, then we're not doing it. So I'm not really sure what happened because that was back in November right. of 2019. But I do want to apologize before we get started with today's episode. It's fine. I think I think that's back when I was working in the bowling alley. The schedules were just off. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Go for it. I mean, the show has to go on. It may right. not be as good, but it'll go on. Well, it definitely was not. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that. But we are happy to have That's you right. back. If anyone is tuning in, because like I said, some people might be listening and they, they say, whoa, I, I kind of jumped in on AY's UK a little late, I guess. I don't know what these Wild Thoughts episodes are. First off, go back like we described when the episodes were and listen mm-hmm. to those old Wild Thoughts episodes. Those are those are can't miss AY and 2K classics. Mm-hmm. But the idea for the Wild Thoughts episodes is we, as a group, take individual wild thoughts. We have five today that we're going to go through. And we sit down we say what the wild thought is, we ponder on it, and then we discuss said thought. So it is one that I think is a little bit more fast-paced than the usual episodes that we have, but I absolutely love and enjoy to do these episodes because these are what sometimes people call shower thoughts, these very complex very interesting ideas and thoughts that come across your mind sometimes. That's what we cover in Wild Thoughts episodes. And I'm really excited. Not my shower thoughts. Well, DJ, I, I don't want to hear anything like that for the rest of the episode, okay? But <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to dive into today's Wild Thoughts because we've got five of them and they're very interesting and we have, have to get through them and we have a, a, a short amount of time. I mean, these these in itself, each Wild Thought could be worth about 30 35 minutes of discussion but for Mm -hmm. the episode's sake to make it more compact and to allow for the audience to listen to it because i don't think anyone wants to listen to uh you know a four-hour podcast of course unless you're a joe rogan fan i don't understand how people listen to every single episode of joe rogan even though i love that that show i mean i don't know how you guys feel about joe rogan but i mean come on two hours cut it down yeah we can agree i agree and as, as we agree on that, let's go ahead and roll the amazing theme music that we have for these episodes. Let's get funky. Let's get into some wild thoughts. Cause I can into things that I'm gonna do. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. The fact that socks exist means that shoes don't work. Hmm. Hmm. A very interesting idea. So the fact that socks exist means that shoes don't work. I don't think that people have ever thought that much about, I guess, the... Uh, the way that socks and shoes work because it does seem like it's a, it's a tandem unit, right? They have to work together. Why can't we just have shoes or socks? I am all on board on this. I think shoes should be, I mean, come on shoes. It's the same old, same old you get uh, the sole, the thing that goes around your foot, the laces. Some of them even don't have laces. Yes. But when are we going to, just evolve as a as a whole species to protect our feet better i don't want the extra steps to put one thing over my foot and then go back and put something else over that that's true 
I mean, I really have realistically never thought about it like this. DJ, what are your thoughts? You could almost say that we have regressed in this area because used to, we didn't have to worry about socks. Uh, what people like to refer to as the Jesus sandals seem to get the job done just fine. Now, those are not going to be great for uh, your inclement weather situations. Uh, they are made for really a warm, uh, dry environment, but they didn't have to worry about socks. And now we do, because if you don't, then everything goes wrong inside that shoe. And what comes to mind with this specifically is it has come to my attention that recently, in recent years, people have started to develop shorts that have built-in underwear. So wearing some right now. You're, all right, so DJ is wearing some right now. Okay, yep. so if that is the case, then why can't we develop shoes that have built-in socks? I, mean, I feel like a million-dollar clean. Well, DJ made a good point. It would be hard to get clean. Keegan, do you have any idea of how we could navigate around that issue, around that problem? Uh, I'm not the guy to do that, but I'm sure there's some people that's a lot smarter than me that can figure out the solution. It just, this whole wild thought, the fact that you do, you put one thing on your foot, then you put another thing on your foot. What's going to stop people maybe 15, 20 years from now from putting an additional third item onto their foot? Maybe we've got socks and shoes and there's another product that's coming that we put over the shoe. I mean, it seems like we're on a, a route that's going to destroy civilization as we know it if we don't start to kind of bring back the, the whole how many things you put on your foot. We don't need to keep going. We need to cut down on that number. And, and DJ, you make a good point. If the socks are built into the shoes, specifically shoes that you might exercise in or sweat in or work in, that might you know, bring about an issue right. that needs to be solved. But Elon Musk is trying to get us to Mars. Why don't we go ahead and stop doing that and focus on our shoe and sock problem, Elon? That's what I'm going to say right here. I mean, I agree. Why, why worry about out there when we haven't even figured out down here? Yeah, it's ex that's mm -hmm. I couldn't have put it better myself. And it's only 30 seconds to Mars. So I don't see what the big deal is of trying to get all of these things, all of these rocket ships, if it only takes 30 seconds. So, well, I, I don't know where you're getting your information. I, I don't think that is that the, that's the name of a band, right? It's oh, OK. Yeah, it's an it's the name of a band. So 30 seconds to Mars. Is that a not necessarily? like a length of time. Okay, yeah. It is a band. So I got that mixed up. I I I think I think I got it mixed up somewhere along the ways, but anyways, we need to somehow start a movement to get socks out of here and just focus on the shoes with the built-in socks. I think that is it's it's a wild thought, but I think it's an achievable thought at that. Is deep dish pizza a casserole? Hmm. Mm. What do you guys think? Mm. Absolutely. Elaborate, please. I, I need to know how a deep dish pizza changes from what it would usually be known as, which is, of course, a pizza, into a casserole. What's the idea behind it? Well, if you know Keegan Watkins, you know there's nothing I like better than a casserole doesn't matter what you put in it casseroles i'll have i'll have it for the entire meal give me a main entree casserole a side dish casserole 
and then just go ahead and throw a dessert casserole in there. I'm eating that wow. up every day. So I have a little bit of knowledge of casserole. Main thing, they're, what they come in, like what you cook it in, it's, it's that deep dish. And deep dish pizza, it's in the name. So that's just one. Two, you have like a lot of different kind of ingredients. They're, they're just kind of thrown in there, but in a delicate kind of way, you know? With the pizza, you got the crust. You've got the cheese. You've got the pepperonis. That's true. People get wild, throw some other stuff in there. Never pineapple, but uh, well, that's debatable. Also, the sauce. Yeah, the sauce is in there too, and that's a lot of different layers that's kind of swimming together in the casserole form. To to try to clear it up, I looked up the definition so of a casserole. Hold on, DJ. Hold on, just a second. This is important. Okay. I looked up the well, definition that's, that's where I was going with it. of a casserole, and it says a kind of stew or side dish that is cooked slowly in the oven. I said, that's not good enough. I need a better definition. So then I scrolled down. It says, what yeah. classifies something as a casserole? It says a casserole is typically a baked food with three main components, pieces of meat or other protein, various chopped vegetables, and a starchy binder such as flour, potato, or pasta. And it can also sometimes be crunchy. I definitely think that deep dish pizza is a casserole based on that definition because it fits all of the parts you've got some sort of meat as your topping for the pizza the vegetable is the is the sauce the tomato paste and then you've got something that holds it together that binds it together the crust bam there it is i i don't think that we can classify it as a casserole just yet because if it's going to depend what if you get a veggie pizza a veggie deep dish pizza with no meat on it well that would imply that a vegetarian could never eat a casserole then, which I don't think is true because you would have to think that a vegetarian could eat a vegetarian casserole. And, and it did say a meat or protein. So you can get protein from other, uh, you know, versions of, you know, things that are not meat. So I think that it is definite, like hands down, no question about it. Keegan back me up on this deep dish pizza is a casserole. It definitely is. I think, more of a question would be, is lasagna a casserole? That's another good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, based on the definition Ooh. that I just read, it's definitely a casserole, right? I'm so starting to think that everything have... I eat is a casserole. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is Where do we draw the line here? There is a line that has to be drawn, right? Whenever someone says, where do we draw the line, I always like to say somewhere, right? And so there has to be something that, says, okay, whoa, 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 that's not a casserole. We've already said deep dish pizza and lasagna are basically casseroles. What is something that comes to mind? Because Keegan said that he likes a dessert casserole. Would peach cobbler be a casserole? Ooh. Well, now we're just getting crazy. Yes. Is a cobbler a casserole? Absolutely. Is pie casserole? Yes. Okay. Is salad a casserole? Is chili a casserole? No, whoa, 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 no, uh, no, 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 come no, on no, now. No. Chili's Those a soup. Two. Everybody knows that. Yeah, chili is a soup or a stew. Um, and then you said salad, and that, in no way, shape, or form. But makes in the sense. definition, the, they both have potential. We can turn them into casserole if we want to. In the definition, it said. Did you just stop talking? <laughs> No, my connection went out. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. I thought that maybe you got so discouraged that you were like, oh, never mind. I just don't want to talk anymore. So for people that are listening, we are 
not I, no, in, I apologize. Yeah, we are we are not recording all together. We are recording via Zoom, which definitely messes up the chemistry of a Wild Thoughts episode, but we are doing our best. I think before we get into some stuff, some arguments that would really kind of tear this group apart, we should stop trying to define what is casserole and what isn't. Because I do think just just for the the betterment of the rest of this episode, to keep ourselves level headed, we should move on. How do you plant a seedless watermelon? Hmm. Great question. I would love to figure this out. And I know that some person listening to the podcast is just going to say, you just still plant it and they've genetically modified it to where it doesn't grow with seeds. Don't give me that. All right, let's get creative. Let's be more imaginative and try to think of how you could plant a seedless watermelon. Because I know that there's a scientific answer, but let's give the creative answer here. DJ, how do you think they plant seedless watermelons? Mm. Yes. Have you ever seen, I assume you guys have seen the movie The Grinch. Uh Seedless watermelons are not planted. They are brought to us like baby Grinch. That's that's oh. my theory right there. And so to clear it up for the audience in case people haven't seen The Grinch, how is Baby Grinch brought to us? By a uh, almost like a like a parasailing kind of kind of deal, uh, but you know with the with the stroller piece as as what Baby Grinch is actually sitting in, and it just kind of floats down out of the sky and is okay. delivered. To the front doorstep. So like a tell pure, me, do you mean parachute have you ever or parasailing? Seen either one. Because same thing, same I difference. mean, it's two different things, I feel like. Because if you tell me Baby Grinch is parasailing, then I'm like, this dude knows what he's doing. But if you tell me that Baby Grinch is parachuting down, then I'm like, well, he's just kind of along for the ride. So which one do you think the seedless watermelons come down to us as? Because that is important. I don't feel like it is important. I feel like there, there's a very minute detail that, that doesn't need to be discussed. I Keegan, feel like my you point feel is, like is the have you ever seen a seedless watermelon? And parachuting is important. Don't interrupt Yeah, me. it's just like free range and whatever the other option is. I don't even know what it is because free range is where it's at. That's like parasailing. Parasailing, if my seedless watermelon on it does not say parasailing, I'm not buying it. I'm not even That's looking true. at it. No. It, it's not a minute detail, DJ. This is important. So please be more specific as far as how the seedless watermelons get to us. All right, parachuting, whatever. <laughs> no, at this point, I would prefer my parasailing, no, whichever you prefer. You buy your own. At this point, I want my seedless watermelon because you're saying that it is coming from it's a it's a straight gift from God, like Baby Grinch was, right? I want my seedless watermelon to be parasailing down from the sky with sunglasses on i don't want it to parachute and just kind of like lazily drift down and then fall into some random field for people to the farmers or whoever's taking it to the market to find i want this son of a gun to parasail down into the grocery store and the sunglasses are a hundred percent pit vipers yes i'm totally lost i don't even know what we're talking (laughs) about now guys i think that most likely how a seedless watermelon gets to us because the original question was how do you plant a seedless watermelon 
Um, I personally think that you don't, you don't plant a seedless watermelon. There is just a, a tree out there somewhere that is responsible for growing specifically seedless watermelons. And so if you want a watermelon with seeds in it, yeah, you're going to have to look on the ground off of that vine to find it. But somewhere, you know, kind of like how Wakanda is, like I didn't know that was a real place until I watched the Marvel movies. You you just have a tree somewhere out there that's making these seedless watermelons. That's my best guess. I've got I've got two uh two trains of thought here. Okay. Um both of them have the same concept. I think all watermelons come with seeds in them. And then how they get them out, I don't know if there's like like gamma gamma rays or sure. some yeah. sort of science thing that just like goes inside and evaporates them. Or if maybe big watermelon hires a lot of little people, like the ones that work in the red boxes to give you your movies, to go in there, take out the seeds, and then just sew it back up so we never notice. Wait, so you're telling me that the red box movie machines, there's an actual person in those? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was automated. <laughs> oh, no. There's a little person in there and where I, mean, I mean those are big machines so it could, be just, a, it right could just be a regular sized person in the red box well uh, it's it's a i'm pretty sure it's an m word you know one of those little, pr- okay. little well, people before we say anything else that's more offensive than what we've already said <laughs> let's move on to our next wild thought Is ice a rock? Is ice a rock? That is an interesting thought. A wild thought, perhaps. I personally can't say that it's not. And how we kind of defined casserole let me go ahead and pull up a definition for a rock. Uh, not the country or the celebrity, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, but the definition of a rock. And here is that definition. A solid mineral material forming part of the surface of the earth and other similar planets exposed on the surface or underlying the soil or oceans. Second definition, a large piece of Mineral, which has become detached from a cliff or mountain, or a, the, I guess, the, another word for it, a boulder. Is ice a rock? After hearing those those things, gentlemen, what do you think? Yes. No. Okay. Let's go ahead and hear DJ's no first. I want to I wanna hear why you think ice is not a rock. One word, mineral. In both definitions, the word mineral was used. Okay. Water is not a mineral. H2O is not a mineral. But it is a solid. The definition of mineral is a solid, inorganic substance of natural occurrence. Ice occurs naturally. Keegan, go ahead and tell me why you think it is a rock. One word, DJ. Iceberg. That's all you need to know. Bam. Took down the Titanic. Probably came off of a glacier. Rock. Yeah. What are you going to say to that, DJ? How are you going to bounce back from that? Icebergs made for ice. 
Ice is made of water. Water is not a mineral. But we just said that the definition of a mineral was a solid, inorganic substance that forms naturally. Ice forms naturally as an inorganic substance, and it is a solid. Therefore, the definition of a rock can be included in you know, describing ice. And here's another thing that we have to talk about, right? Before I say it, let me make sure that I bring up yet another definition. This is not really a wild thoughts, except it's, it's, it's really just definition hour uh, with Quinn Eaton. I'm just reading a lot of definitions. Listen to this, the definition of lava, hot, molten, semi-fluid rock or, a, or solid rock resulting from cooling which that, that part doesn't make a lot of sense. But that first part, hot, molten, semi-fluid rock. That means that if ice is a rock, water is lava, technically. No, please, let's be reasonable here. It, it, hot, molten rock. That's not, you can't say that lava and water are the same thing. If you follow the definitions, if ice is in fact a rock, then the only way to describe the melted rock, which in this case we're saying is ice, is to call said melted ice lava. Keegan, what do you think? Lava is just spicy water, DJ. It's all in the same. That's true. That's what people say. Oh, my people Lord. say that. People say spicy water is lava. DJ, you're, I've never heard that in my life. Number one, I, I want to say two things real quick. DJ, your your connectivity is killing the chemistry for tonight. Number two, Keegan's point about icebergs That's what finished it's it off. It was a no contest as soon as Keegan brought up icebergs because you're telling me how would people, how would the person that uh, ha built the Titanic and then saw it at sink, right? How would they feel? They would feel a lot better saying, well, the Titanic ran mm -hmm. into a rock. Of course, you're not supposed to do that with a ship. But the Titanic ran into a, a large fixture known as an iceberg, which is just solidified water. You would rather say that your ship sank because of okay, a rock a rather than water. Here's a question for you. Rocks sink. Icebergs float. Not all icebergs. Not all icebergs float. Yeah, sink. you what just don't know because they're all the way at the bottom. Yeah, how are you supposed to know if the iceberg's down at the bottom? Have you been to the bottom of the ocean? I don't think so. So this is something that this we are... This is simple chemistry, guys. No, 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 no. This is, this is a wild thought, and it deserves to be talked about as such. Ice could possibly be a rock. And like we've said before, if ice is a rock, that implies that melted ice, which is known as water, is lava, technically. And we'll leave it at that. We will leave it at that, DJ, before you get more frustrated and flustered. We'll leave it at that. Theme parks can snap a crystal clear picture of you on a roller coaster at 70 miles per hour. But bank cameras can't get a clear shot. Hmm can't get a clear shot of a robber standing still. Is that what you said? Right. Okay. Yes. For some reason, I don't know if Keegan, if this happened with Keegan, but for some reason it just cut off like mid-sentence and then it just went to you saying, hmm, 
which of course is the usually the signifying moment of us pondering the wild thought. Keegan, was that how you heard it? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that was probably bad production by me and Curtis to make you read the longest one when your connection has been so bad throughout the entire night. So just to reassess and repeat what DJ just said, this wild thought that we're finishing up with theme parks can snap a crystal clear picture of you on a roller coaster at 70 miles per hour, but bank cameras can't get a clear shot of a robber that's standing still. And then that's the part where we all go, Hmm, hmm, hmm stuff like that. Let's get to it because we've wasted a little bit of time right there. <laughs> and yes, thank you, Keegan. That is an interesting thought because you're at a theme park, you go flying around a corner, all of a sudden there's this large flash, and the next thing you know, once you get off down in the gift shop, there's a picture of you. And it's in its HD quality. So why is it that every time we see a picture of a bank robber, like, have you seen this man? It's just like a big blob of a person. Or every time, oh, I got a picture of a ghost, and it's, you know, we have all this phone technology, and it's this blurry picture that it could be a ghost, it could be a sheet hanging on a on a rack. Hell, it could be a dog, and then and people, people are like, I think it's a ghost. Why is it that we can get such a good picture on a roller coaster, but we can't get good pictures in other places where it's actually important? And my first thought is, Let's get that roller coaster camera and put it everywhere. Replace all security cameras with roller coaster cameras. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board with it. If you have a bank and you're still using the stupid cameras that you've always been using, then you deserve to be robbed. You need a roller coaster camera, the big flash, it's gonna stun, it's gonna disorient, and the robbers aren't gonna know what hit them. And also, you're gonna see every freckle on their butt if their pants were down if not you'll just see their face very clearly that's true and i think that was a really needed and necessary added piece of information there about the freckles on the butt dj how do you feel about all this i mean you have to be a little bit frustrated by by camera quality out in society right absolutely yeah no I, i i don't understand why our lowest forms of photography and video are in the most important places for us to have surveillance it yes. doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I will say that having the roller coaster camera in the bank is a fantastic idea because the flash on that thing, man, that's going to freeze those robbers like a raccoon that's just been caught. Yeah, yeah. And is that, uh, is that like an actual phrase that people use? I've never heard, I've never heard that. Or is that it, just something that you came up with? Well, you know, it was just, have you never, have you seen the videos of the, of the raccoons that have, that have been caught on, on camera or like, as they're stealing something out of the trash? Uh, I, I guess not. I don't know if Keegan has seen anything like that, but yeah, I, I'm with you now. At first, uh, I was just kind of like, okay, but now it's, it's coming together. I, I like it. Yeah. Which ta- talking about, ta- you know, coming together, it kind of ties in with a bank robber because raccoons kind of look like they're bank robbers because they have like that permanent face mask on. I love they're a bandits. little raccoon. Yeah. They're little bandits. That's, that's exactly right. And uh, I think that not to get into a whole raccoon wild thought, but I mean, those little dudes have fingers and, and they yeah, can they use them. Like it's like they have and they and they're black. Right. So they have black gloves and a black mask. They are robbers like they are natural robbers. And it's crazy that that's kind of how they live is stealing things like they go through people's garbage. They they go into places that they're not they're not supposed to be. A raccoon is built for what it does. And it so closely ties into how robbers 
usually would dress and act. And I think that that's crazy. That's a wild thought. That's two wild thoughts in one right there. I have a theory. Okay. You've mentioned that uh, the raccoons have thumbs. Have you heard of the theory of evolution? Yes. All right. The theory of evolution thinks that we... I don't think you, I don't think you have to describe yeah the whole theory of evolution, but just get to the point here. Well, we, I'm we just saying, a I, just, I gotta make, I, yeah, I gotta get. All right. Well, I'm saying my theory is that we did not evolve evolve from apes. We evolved from raccoons. Ooh. All right. And but maybe specifically people that rob banks evolved from raccoons. Would that be fair to say? Correlation there. Yeah. What if what if it goes apes evolve into humans who evolve into raccoons? Because when you get older, you start you know mm. you start to get smaller. You start to crunch down. Of. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you got a little gut on you because it seems like every raccoon true. I've had's got a little belly on it. That's true. That's a good point. I that's can't a, wait to turn into a raccoon. Maybe that's They're what's going to happen. Yeah, I love a good raccoon. And and that was possibly even three wild thoughts in one. And I think that's a good place to stop. So we absolutely hit these wild thoughts out of the park could dj's of connection been a little bit better yes but other than that we overcome everything that 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 kind of came into our path and i hope that in the recording it shows that i asked a question and then dj answered it like seven seconds on delay i think that that would be fantastic that's actually really funny how that just happened but let's go ahead and end the episode there i think that was a really good episode Keegan, thank you so much for joining us. And if all goes well, maybe in 20 episodes, we'll do another Wild Thoughts episode. Maybe in another, just maybe this is the new schedule. And in 65 episodes, we'll do the next Wild Thoughts episode. I think it'll probably be sooner than that. But again, thank you for joining us, Keegan. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love being here. We got to keep the fans guessing, you know. Never know when we're going to come back. Maybe maybe we get off the schedule. You're exactly right, because these are wild thoughts, and it's sometimes good to throw a wild episode at the audience. So that's a good idea. And DJ, uh, connection-wise, are you going to look into possibly improving if, if we're going to continue to do this uh, you know, remotely? Probably not. All right. So I figured, <laughs> I figured it would be that. That's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. It was wild. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And I'm Keegan Watkins. And that's all you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.